Hi, I'm Luke Eisler. And I'm Jay Cox. Welcome to this week's episode of the Audibility Podcast. If you want to get connected with us, go ahead and follow our Instagram at Audibility Podcast and visit our brand new website, audibilitypodcast.com. We want to embody the environment of the coffee shop and create a virtual third space where passionate people can engage in community and be united in listening. Welcome back to the Audibility Podcast. Hey. That was Jay. I'm here. Um, apologies if this part of the episode's audio is just terrible. We are in the room. Yeah. Uh, recording on a different piece of equipment. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's been a busy week, so we're just, yeah. Yeah. We're doing it here. Um, this is a good episode. Uh, yeah. Very uh, good, actually. <laughs> I think it's a good way to close out the season we'll do like a fun finale like we always do like recapping uh mm-hmm. recapping everything but this one is good we have on uh, a recurring guest oh oh ian morrell good old ian morrell um and he comes on uh talks with us about um giving thanks in in tough times yeah we talk a little bit about the purpose of lament which yeah. is something that's kind of overlooked in the modern day a mm-hmm. lot this is one of the like we haven't done this in a while but we just had something we want to talk to wanted to talk about but we didn't really have an idea but i think it really kind of took shape very well yeah usually like it like if we don't get around to writing a super polished outline we'll like polish it up right before the episode with our guests but this time we didn't even have anything and we just told ian like hey we're just gonna talk and yeah and even you i i haven't listened to it since we recorded it but it's good it yeah i'm pretty i'm excited to listen to it again but um I think you can tell at the beginning we were all kind of bummed out that day that we recorded. <laughs> yeah. And as we moved along, like towards the end, it got brighter and brighter, kind of tone. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of a interesting, kind of showing of what we were talking about in the episode. Yeah. So Ian Ian mentions a story about David, and that is in Second Samuel mm-hmm. twelve. Sure. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure. We didn't say it in the episode. But, oh, we didn't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why I'm saying it now. Um, good, good. But good, yeah. Good job. Uh, I thank you for uh, affirming me with yes. your words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. And, uh, enjoy this one. This one's good. Um, learn a lot from it. 2020 has been kind of dumb. Yeah. But. Uh, also good. Also good. This semester, like. It's been kind of dumb, but also good. Mostly dumb. You're kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so grab yourself a. What should? You what got, are they? I don't know. Uh, we usually write this part down. We do. I'm scared. Uh, Our listener, we're losing listeners. By no, the sh- stop. Uh, um, go grab yourself a. Uh, uh, coffee. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> enjoy the episode. <laughs> hey, Luke. Hey, Jay. Welcome to the Audibility Podcast. Welcome. Hi. 
What's going on? We're just we're just sitting here. Uh, today we have on Ian. Uh, what's your middle name? Luke. I thought so. Ian Ian Luke Morell. Get get it because Luke. Whoa. You, did you take his name? Did I you did. plan that? Yeah, no. <laughs> he, he planned that. <laughs> he gave himself his name. From the beginning of time, I had um, this planned. Yeah, we have Ian Morell. He's a frequent flyer here on the, the podcast. I am. I have my frequent flyer card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we get, can it we out. get Can we get him a card? No. <laughs> like, like Ian and Meredith, like get him a little frequent flyer card. That's your student ID. Oh, Ian. nice. Oh, you oh look. My God. No, that's like my frequent flyer. No, that's get that a way. Yeah. Get that out of here. Okay. I don't want to look at that ever again. Unbearded Ian. Throw up. What are we talking about today, Luke? Ironically, we're going to be talking about thankfulness in wacky, zany, kooky, loopy. Uh, what's another? Uh, wacky. Oh, you already said wacky. Uh, zany. Wacky. I already said zany. Nah, wacky. Wacky times and crazy nice. <laughs> times of weirdness and wacky zaniness. <laughs> That is the most, like, trade of thoughts that it's ever heard. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, so we actually had talked about doing this um, episode um, last week sometime, and we just, we, we like having Ian on. He, he's our he's our buddy. He's our little, little pal. Um, and today we walked in the studio, and we were all like, <laughs> Oh yeah, we're talking about thankfulness during times of like stress and stuff, and we're just all kind of kind of pooped today. So we're just gonna we're just gonna talk for a little bit and just yeah. We don't. I mean, usually we at least have an outline that if we procrastinate it, we write it right before. But we're just like we're just this, gonna see what's happening. The table is bare, barren. Well, we have our drinks in our hands and your and my wallet, wallet and, my, and your phone and your mask. Uh huh. Yeah. Ian Luke Morell has his phone. Um, That's correct. Good. Um, But, yeah, so um, I think it's easy to say that this has been a stressful, weird time in the world, Um, i.e. You don't say. Why? Well, there's this little little disease rolling around, stamping its foot on everything. So that's – I don't like stamping its foot on everything. That was the worst. No, 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 not that. Dr. Stamps, if you're listening. um, Sorry. Sorry, that – We'll censor that. Um, But, um, and also, I think just the political climate right now is just wacky. And today, I was actually telling one of my friends, I was standing in the line to get this mocha, and I was like, Tuesdays are just a barren wasteland. (laughs) My my Tuesdays are everybody else's uh, Monday. It's just like, I just... And Tuesday's a weird that's time. That's my that's same for me. Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday's kind of the worst day. Tuesday is the worst day. Uh irrefutably. <laughs> There's no con, con, contesting con, contesting. No, it's an it's an objective fact that Tuesday yeah. is yeah. the worst. Wait, God hold said. on. Ian, what do you do? Who are what's going on? What are you doing? Wh- who are you? My name's Ian. Hey. We didn't do that. I I told him it was Yeah, I am I'm a I'm a friend of the podcast. I've been on two times before. Not of us, of the podcast. Of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the entity. And you should go listen to my other two episodes. Actually, it's three episodes because one of them was split into two parts. You, you're kind of a hype little, little fella, aren't you? What, what you know your... me. I'm a hype beast. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ian's probably the farthest person from my hype beast <laughs> ever to exist. If you've never met him, just <laughs> you, you, meet him. You'll understand. <laughs> He's wearing some like corduroy sweater with like an olive shirt and a windbreaker. Can we just like describe him in detail right now? No. Okay. Uh-uh. I, I think um, be a funny little bit. Yeah. 
Ian's two episodes are 1.4. Mm-hmm. We talked with him about C.S. Lewis. That was our first actual, like, real episode ever. And mm-hmm. then uh, 2.9 split into two parts. I think it's 2.9. So. The two episodes we did on Authority with him and um, Meredith. Meredith Bird. Let's talk about let's talk about thankfulness. explain why all of us are having a hard time no we can but i just feel like we need to emphasize that specifically everyone in this room has <laughs> just, just having kind of a poop time Ma- malcolm's <laughs> malcolm's is the mo- malcolm too even malcolm's is the most explainable right now he woke up today and he got it got a flat tire there's a little metal barb that just attacked kind of put tire. a damper on his day and probably some other stuff i don't know he, he just winked and he, he, he get a little. He did a little, you know, that with that face, and then just, yeah, just were, like, yeah, like Ian said, just really to emphasize, this isn't just like, oh, COVID and the elections. It's just got a little bit out. about us. No, like we're all just kind of having yeah. a poop day. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> if you want to send us cookies, my <laughs> no, please, actually. Um, but yeah, I think. There's so much to be said about, like, even if we were kind of chatting about Job before this, of, like, Job's a terrible example of this, but of being... (laughs) awful. (laughs) Of being, like, being thankful even in difficult circumstances. I think that that idea is very scriptural. I think if if you flip to like Philippians, you can see Mm -hmm. like Philippians is this book that Paul wrote while he's in prison. Like he's just suffering and he knows he's probably going to die at some point soon for, Mm -hmm. for the gospel. And yet he's like constantly reminding them to be thankful and to rejoice because of like the hope that they have. It's dumb. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's like a big part and I think this is lost We've probably talked about this sprinkled in somewhere on the podcast, but just like in modern Christianity, um, w- lamenting like and what that is mm-hmm. is kind of lost on us um, because I think there is a a right way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Like you're just having a terrible time and you kind of go to God with it. Like there's yeah. a whole book called Lamentations. That's it's like a book. It's a it's a great book. It's a book. In the Bible, mm-hmm. it's right after Jeremiah. Jeremiah, right, right before Ezekiel. Yeah, good job. Um, and it's right between those two books. Yep. Um, I'm just trying to add things. Okay. Here. Yeah, yeah. You're just gonna take what we're saying and just kind of recapitulate it. No, I'm the... just gonna affirm it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think that's lost a lot, and especially like going into this like Thanksgiving season, I think a lot of times we just kind of have this like. Oh, we were thankful, and mm. like it doesn't really mean anything, you know. Right. And it's very like surface level thanks. Like I'm, I'm thankful for my my house, which is, I mean, a great thing to be thankful for. But mm. I think the posture of that is right, kind of wacky sometimes. <clears throat> I think as well, like 
you kind of mentioned lamenting, and I think that there is a healthy way to lament, and I think... Tear your clothes, rub some ash on your forehead. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. More, <laughs> exactly dance in the... That. <laughs> uh, dance mourn in the streets. Yes. Mourn, um, I think it's mourn dance. Mourn dance. Is that hyphenated? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that there's like this, I think that we have a juxtaposition that we've created in our culture between like being sorrowful and being thankful. Mm. And that like those two things are different things. And that they're like mutually exactly exclusive. mutually exclusive things. But I think if you look at, God, I don't know the reference for it. But if you look at the story of David where he's losing his son, like he, his son is dying. His first son that he has with Bathsheba because of the whole that thing whole that happened. Thing. Yeah. And he's praying and he's like fasting for like a couple of days and praying for his son and that he would like become well again. And at the end of it, his son dies. Um, and he, it says that he stands up. And he puts on his clothes and he goes and eats food. And like all of the hmm. servants are like, What's what happening? are you doing? Like, what is happening? And he says, um, basically, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. And like, it's okay to know that like mm-hmm. I wanted this thing, but it's okay also to like not sit in it and not mm. dwell in it right. and not just like let yourself be. D- disabled like from consumed. functioning yeah consumed by your sorrow like i guarantee david was still sad when he was feasting but he knew at that point like this has happened i can't just sit in it it sucks but like i have to be thankful for what i do have which is still my wife that i should not have <laughs> by <Right>. any standard <laughs> right. <laughs> right. um <laughs> by any metric whatsoever and i have food and i have like my people and i have my position still and god has given me these gifts so i can be thankful in what he has given me even when like the thing that i really was wanting and that i really was mm-hmm. praying for is taken away yeah <clears throat> yeah i think that's really like rejoicing for the things that we have when the things that we want are either denied to us or are distant like has been something that i've been like trying to focus on in my own life, but it's so hard to do because like, I I think just by nature of like how, even how God created us, like we're so focused on the present. And I think a lot of that is culturally because I I don't think that was God's intention, but like just even the way that we live for God is so focused on the present. Mm. And I think it doesn't take into account like the long term. And I think what's like, we mentioned Job and in Job, if you don't know, Job is this super rich guy, and he's just chilling with his family, just kind of vibing out with his farm too. And and the Satan goes goes up to God, and he says, "Hey God, see Job, he's pretty cool, right? What if I take everything from him? I bet he won't praise you because Job was pretty faithful." And God was like, "Okay, bet. Just don't harm Job." So Satan just you know destroys his family, kills. Things don't go great for Job. For Jay. For Jay. Things don't (laughs) don't go great for him. And then the majority of the book is just Job's friends roasting him uh, and telling him to turn away from God, and his wife says that too. But then his friends are always like, don't know, don't do that. It's really cool, actually. I like Job a lot. But at the end, Job is like, God, what are you doing, dude? Come on. And God says, excuse me, um, where were you when I laid the foundations of the universe? Like... Who are you to know what I'm doing? And Job literally, it says that Job slaps his hand over his mouth 
<laughs> and I love that so much because it's like, well, we're like in the thick of it and surrounded by like all the fog of our circumstance and our situation. Like when we're having a terrible day and we're like, God, why are you allowing my day to be terrible, my week to be terrible, my month to be terrible, my semester to be terrible? It's like God's up there like, who are you to ask me that? Like, you, mm. you, you can't, you wouldn't even understand if I told you because you, you don't have the capacity to know what will happen and, right. So I think it's like, God can use any circumstance for the good of his kingdom. Mm. And he does. Yeah. But we're just so quick to forget that and like, let that promise go. Mm-hmm. We talked about in, <clears throat> me and Ian are in a class together and um, I kind of let's I think, just alienate Luke then uh, well you're probably in classes with people that we're both friends it's fine it's okay it's fine Luke it's just another that's it's, just it's another okay. no, no, no. N- nail in the coffin Jack <laughs> <laughs> just putting me down um, no but we were talking about today and like I think something that's been kind of like a comfort to me like is I, I'm just a one-string violin at this point, but, like, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is, like... What, wait, what does that even mean? one-string violin? I know, I know exactly what you mean by that, but I've never heard that used before. You mean, like, a broken record or, a broken like, record, I think, is what he means. Well, it's, that's another I've phrase. I've never heard one-string violin. I haven't either. I don't even think that achieves the same thing. No, because oh. you can play a lot of notes on one string on a violin. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of notes you can play in Ecclesiastes. Okay. I, I think I misspoke. Um, we're just going to redact that. No? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I'm a broken record. Whatever, idiot, guys. Um, but if, if you're going to use a, a, a word, the word, a phrase that means something in a language or a culture, what is the, tell me. What is it? Uh, what are you saying right like, now? Like, uh, to make an auf Like, what is that in German? An idiomatic phrase. An idiomatic phrase. If you're going to use an idiom, use the right idiom. <laughs> I just can make up my own idioms, Luke. Come on. Go, continue okay. with the thing. God. Oh, my God. Uh, in the vocative sense. In the vocative sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, <clears throat> we were talking about today how, like, Ecclesiastes is very comforting to me because, like, there, I think I, I had I was reading not long ago, and I had this kind of realization that like the writer of Ecclesiastes is talking about like um, there's nothing new under the sun, and like everything's a chasing after the wind. But like kind of the implication is like the the things that are uh, the thing that is above the sun actually is new and has meaning, and like <clears throat> I think that's kind of in the same vein as like what Job is talking about. It's like you can put your trust in you can't put your trust in anything here like whether that be like politics or the vaccine of covid-19 or whatever but you can put your trust in like god essentially even though this world is like a crazy dumpster fire you know right <laughs> ecclesiastes being comforting is that's so far for me like i don't I've, I've read it, and it doesn't do that for me. <laughs> it, it doesn't make me more bummed out, but it just makes me like, yep, that's what it is. And it's not like, uh, I mean, it's kind of like, okay, it's not just me. 
Yeah, but like it, it is comforting though. Like, to you, not to me. I, well, that's a different discussion. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, I think going back to like one of my first points with that was just like you can be sorrowful and thankful at right. the same yeah. time. Like you can experience the fact that like there is nothing new under the sun and like, you know, whatever it is, I'm still struggling with the same sins I've been struggling with or like anything like that. Like mm-hmm. there's no new vaccine for COVID. Politics is still the same that it's always been. And like in all of that, it's like, yeah, that sucks. Like that's not fun. But at the same time, there's a reality of like, we can still be thankful and we can yeah. still be grateful because there's still something outside of ourselves and to live a life without the reality of something outside of yourself is that's the only thing that I really think you can't be thankful in. Like if you have something outside of yourself, if you actually like believe in Christ, then there's always something to be grateful for yeah. even mm-hmm. when it sucks. Yeah. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> I think like going back to like the case, the story we mentioned about David and his son and, David was like praying and praying so hard and fasting and like for days on end. And then like God didn't come through essentially. And David's son died and he recognized, yeah, that sucked. But like, even in something as final as death, he still recognized like life has to go on. And like, you can't, if you wallow forever, like if David fasted forever, like after his son died then out of grief like he would have starved to death yeah mm-hmm. and you you can't be so self-destructive in your sorrow that it's impossible for you to be thankful and it would have ended the messianic line like that would have been the end of it yeah you know um but yeah i think there's a line in that passage that i really love where he says basically david says basically um he cannot like talking about his son he says, he cannot come to me, but I can go to him, hmm. mm-hmm. um, oh. Oh. which is so good. And, like, the yeah. concept of that statement in an ancient Judaistic, like, view of death, mm-hmm. David was, like, on a different level than everyone else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so much farther along than everyone else was. Um, anyways, there's this idea of, like, the eternal is what gives him rest. And, like, the eternal is what gives him comfort. And it's like something outside of himself, something beyond what he can see and what he perceives of the world that he has to have, or he would stay in that grief. He mm-hmm. would have like been able to still like wallow and eventually, like Jay said, like destroy the messianic line yeah. if he had just let himself sit in it. But what I was saying before was that like, I mean, it doesn't say this in the Bible, but I can only assume that if you lose your son, you're going to be sad. Like it's going to stay with you. It's probably not if you don't get sad, there might be another problem. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, I'm sure he was incredibly sad as he was still like in this moment, giving thanks to God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like, he knew that he had a job to do and he knew that he had things that he had to do. And he knew that God was still good, even if he didn't get what he wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he had to move on. Like he had to let himself like grieve properly and like seek the Lord in the time that he could. And then go back to, I mean, he was a king, so he had pretty heavy responsibilities. But, like, go back to ruling his kingdom. Go back to his responsibilities.
more back into like the Thanksgiving kind of season. I think that there's this kind of like you see this in Paul, and but also I think he kind of steals this a little bit from Ecclesiastes. Mm. But this kind of in Ecclesiastes, there's this weird like repeating like kind of idea of like you go eat, drink, make merry, and like be with people, and but and like because God is good in in the middle of this book that's about like everything in your life is like vapor and the chasing after the wind that you can go and enjoy things in this life that God has given to be good and like mm-hmm. I think I think often in my experience like Thanksgiving is kind of lost on us and because I think it it offers a, such a unique thing in the and in, at least in, for the American church because we have a time to like actually sit back and like do what Ecclesiastes and Paul talks about when he says whether you eat drink or do anything right do it to the glory of God and I think that that's kind of lost on us because we're just like oh let's get together and have a meal and watch football which Mm. I don't know if that's happening this year um but it, it really is an opportunity to despite all the weird politics and you know who knows what's going to happen in two weeks yeah but in the pol- pol- politic world i couldn't conjugate my words correctly um or like what's going to happen in the world of covid or what yeah. have you um we can still like recognize that like god is seated in that and be thankful for that which i think can be seem like a oh it's a merry way of doing life but like the easy yoke is about a way to get through life that's not burdensome, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, <clears throat> we, uh, me and Jay, Malcolm, and Caroline last night went to sit in on an SGA meeting, which is really interesting. Yeah, you if, should if, do that. If you're interested in SGA, definitely. It was a fun time. You can RSVP on A United and go sit and just watch. Um, and John Gropp, who's our, our dean of students, was there and they were going through this thing called Strengths Finder, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it wasn't super eventful for, for us watching, but it was kind of cool to see him go through like the different strengths and what they are and what they mean. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about one, I forget what it was, but it was basically optimism. Um, and he was talking about how his wife is like, ha- this is one of her top ones. And he said something that I think like, I- I've been thinking about like all day today, really. <clears throat> and he said like, when it's raining and it's just a gloomy, gross day, um, his wife would be like, oh, we need the rain. Like, it's God watering earth. And I think that's, like, a, kind of a cliche thing, but also I just, like, think about that all day. And I think a lot of times we can even be thankful for the hard circumstances because, because that is what God is using to, like, water us mm-hmm. and, and mold us and shape us and grow us. Mm-hmm. Um and I think, like, again, we're so – we so often can fall into being way too present-minded that we don't see ourselves five months or five years out from, like, the situation we are in at the moment mm. that we can be like, there's no way that any good could come from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think it's, it's very um, – my dad told me this one time that, like, um, a group of rhinos <laughs> – do y'all know what a group of rhinos is called? No. Uh, wait. 
I've told you this before for no, sure. I don't think so. Is it like a chaos? Not quite. It's called a crash. <laughs> I um, knew it was going to be something some, like some that. weird. Um, because a crash uh, of rhinos. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I love that. But they call them that because rhinos are so short-sighted mm-hmm. that when they, like, especially when they, like, get startled and start running – they literally just crash into everything because they can't see far enough. They run too fast for their eyes to see, so they just start. They just run in any kind of direction, and they just run into trees, run into other animals. They just they just go crazy. I wonder if that's like an an African word or an English word or European from when you're upset. Hey, Africa. <laughs> I'm sure it's from when you're upset. It probably hey, is. It's, yeah. it's it's definitely like a Germanic kind of thing. Whatever, guys. It's fine. Um. But I think a lot of times we kind of act like, act like rhinos in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because we we just kind of like run run through life for one, which is not a great thing to do. But we're so short sighted in like where we're looking that we, whenever something like comes up, we we aren't able to see it far enough off to see like, oh, this is on the path, and I just have to like get through this, you know. So. Or or yeah, I think in another way in that like we're in the middle of something that is so hard and we're short-sighted so we can't see the ends we start running and we do we end up doing more damage than we would do good because like i mean if you think about a mm-hmm. rhino s- full sprinting through a little tiny forest because you can't see i mean that forest is going to really have a, a tough time yeah <laughs> being be a forest i think i think alongside of that i have a friend who always says um Anytime I'm talking about anything that's, like, not going well, it's, like, a difficult situation, um, she always says there's a beauty to being temporal. Like, this isn't going to last. (laughs) Like, things change. Um, And so it's, like, this idea of looking into the future not to, like, predict the future. Like, what is this going to do for me in, like, five years? But to be, like... I'm in this moment and I can't see the future. Like I can't understand what's going to come from this Mm. and like being thankful that like we can't, we can't stay one way. Right. Cause I mean, Mm. like, I think it's Lewis. It's probably Lewis. It's definitely Lewis. Who says, (laughs) um, he basically says hell is just, us going on in the same patterns that we've been going on yeah. for forever. I think it's in the Great Divorce. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely in the Great Divorce. Um, where, like, the idea is if, like, I was to die and, and not be saved, the sins that I've struggled with in life would just get forever worse. Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The other <laughs> – did I just interrupt you? No. Okay. The other side of that in that quote – um, it is from the Great Divorce, like you. That yeah, just got so excited. I've talked about this so many times. I love this. <laughs> the other side of that is, um, when we die and go to be with God, forever and ever, we'll be able to look back on our life, mm-hmm. one that we thought was this desert full of dry bones and no water and no life at all, just a beige mess of sand. We'll be able to look back. We'll be able to look back and see all of that just desolate barrenness as a lush rainforest. Hmm. 
mm. teeming with like green and with like flowing springs. And I just think that is so cool. Yeah. Mm. And it's that idea of like realizing that as we're living in these moments, we, we don't have the full side of it. Right. And so it's like, we can be thankful for whatever is going to come of this because we know that like God is still good and that he's still working in it even when it's just miserable because we are not God and we can't see the end of it, which is like scary, but -hmm. also I would not want that level of responsibility to know everything always. Yeah. That would suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So how, how do y'all think that we can like, cause I think we've been talking about like, being thankful and in like hard times and kind of a more abstract way, but like what are some ways that we can practically <coughs> going into the Thanksgiving season and just also in general life, cause don't just be thankful on one day of the year. Right. Um, yeah. How do we, how do we walk that out practically? I think a big one, something that I've been learning recently is um, mindfulness is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, Spiritual discipline, perhaps? Spiritual discipline, question mark? Um, Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And just just the idea of being able to sit and, like, focus on one thing Mm. and only think about that one thing. And I am horrible at this. You are so (laughs) bad at this. Love you, buddy, buddy. (laughs) Um, But, like, uh, even something simple, even, like, brushing your teeth and paying attention to the way that the toothbrush feels on your on your gums or like drinking a cup of coffee and paying attention to the way that the coffee smells Mm. or like (laughs) that's a good one for this podcast or like sitting at dinner and like only thinking about what this food tastes like or going for a walk feeling what the wind feels like in your like as you brush through it and it's like just this idea of taking in what is actually given to us in the moment, like physically given to us in that exact moment and not like theorizing about it or analyzing it, which I have such a tendency to do and just sitting in it and enjoying what you actually have and focusing on it. And then when your mind wanders, you pull it back because it's going to wander. So you pull it back into whatever you were thinking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think now I feel like a one string violin. Um, or yeah um we another spiritual discipline um we talked about with jacob and a host of other people this season about rest and i think like even in the like thick of your unfortunate circumstances if you just take a a second to stop and to rest and like not think about like just give your mind a break in your body and your soul from what is happening to you however terrible it might be just sit and focus on things to be thankful for or like just thank god that you're alive or just do things for the glory of him like we talked about like eating and drinking and being merry like Mm. that as long as it's like god honoring that's a way to glorify god um and that's a way of rest or just like sit and be in the word or pray and just take some time to rest because i've found in my in my life that it is hard to like wallow when you're really truly resting because you're like this is nice and this is good and i i like this right now and it's it's a good break from what is going on um and i think 
I mean, we had a whole episode on that, so that go listen. To that. That's that. Something that's kind of a subset of both those things is like, um, for me, I kind of had this realization about a month ago. Um, I was sitting in like a one of the little like gardeny spots on campus. Gardeny is a adjective, boys. <laughs> a good adjective. Um, hey, good one. Thanks. Um, but you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. I was like kind of in the midst of like thinking about a lot of this stuff and like um, I just got done with reading Ecclesiastes. So I was like really in the thick of thinking about meaninglessness and stuff. And as while I was thinking about that, the, the, the leaves on a lot of the trees, like a little gust of wind came through and a lot of them fell. And the, it was kind of the, those leaves, the long, Right. like yellow ones and yeah. they were just kind of like falling like in a little twisty little pattern mm. and I was just thinking about and it was a bunch of them like hundreds of them all at once and I was like wow that's that's gorgeous and I think that something that's lost on us in our culture is um, being thankful for like just little natural things that happen all hmm. the time because like and I thought in that moment or I don't know if I thought it or God said on me but um it was like the only reason that is beautiful is because god made that beautiful and he allowed me to see that like i was the only person there he could have just done that just for doing its sake there's there's some place in the world right now like take the arctic he's doing something beautiful in the arctic right now no one's around to see it and he's just doing it because he's just doing it and i think that like being thankful for like god being able to show us something that he's just doing because it's beautiful and he's allowing to happen even if there's not someone there. So, like, he graces you in being able to see life and, like, beauty, you know? And I think just having that kind of, like, understanding is very, uh, very open for you to be thankful for. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it makes me think of like a butterfly mm. and how caterpillars usually are just not very fun to look at. They're pretty ugly. They're pretty gross looking. There's some cool ones. Um, and then they do that thing when they make a cocoon and go in it. And you know what happens in a cocoon? They just melt. Yeah. They just Swile. melt away. <laughs> it's crazy. I and think about that frequently. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. I woke up this morning. I was out of a fever dream. That's actually why my day is so terrible. <laughs> just thinking about a melting caterpillar. <laughs> no, but that is a horrifying thing. Like, that's – like, poor caterpillar, dude. That sucks. And uh, he's, like, in there, and then he's just goop. And I don't know what happens to his consciousness if – Animals have consciousness. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, and then, like, if you, I guarantee you, if you cut a cocoon open at the right time, it would just not, it would be maybe the worst thing that you've ever seen in <laughs> your entire life. a bunch of, like, green goop. Yeah. But then, what comes out of the cocoon, like, through all that nastiness, is this, like, beautiful butterfly. Mm-hmm. And, like, just think of a, a monarch butterfly. I freaking, dude, They're monarch hot. butterflies are awesome. What's the blue one? What's the blue butterfly? I don't know butterfly names. You know that I'm really sorry. big blue one in the Amazon? 
Oh, uh, Malcolm just pulled it up. A blue morpho, right? Oh yeah, those they're like iridescent. It, it's beautiful, like. But that w- that went through that process, and that that makes me think of, like First Peter, mm. when he's talking about the refining of gold and precious mm. metals, and how it's like a terrible thing for the metal because it gets burned up and melted, and but all the impurities rise to the top, and then they skim off those impurities from the top and the metal is what remains and this you get this beautiful bar of gold and i think similar to those two things like that's what hard circumstances do for us and i think like being thankful for those is not easy but it's really important and even if we can't think of any way to be thankful for that just think like well at least this can't go on forever I that reminds me of a book. I can't remember what it's called, but it's remember the author. And I don't. I remember the cover of it. And, but they talked about the the butter, the butterfly flip thing. And another thing they talked about in the book was this idea that like I think a lot of times we look like the the book is kind of like a, a narrative, and then they have kind of a side that like talk talk about the narrative. It's really cool, um, but. In the, in the narrative, it has this idea of, like, there's, like, this giant trash heap that we think that God is on the other side of, and we have to, like, climb through and, like, get over it. Hmm. But in reality, like, we can be thankful because God is, like, on this side of the trash heap yeah. with, with us. And, like, it's kind of like when you're, for, for me, this might not be the experience for everyone, but, like, when I'm working with my dad on like a project and like I enjoy that not because God, I hate picking up sticks dad if you're listening to this never make st- I did up, it I had to do it <laughs> picking up sticks is legitimately the worst thing on the planet but like because I'm working with my dad like it's it's not bad like it's it, fun it's fun like when we spread mulch we spread mulch. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That's ask us about that. That was a fun time. No, that's a callback. We talked about that in one of the cabin oh, papers. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. We I'm made this sure whole bit about it. But like we can be thankful for that because it's like a thing that we're doing with God. And like our poopy situations, like God is helping us through that. Mm. And we can be thankful in that. But yeah. Um yeah, I think that's something that this has been a good episode, even though we had absolutely no idea. I'll let, I'll, this is I fun. think the way it played out was nice. Yeah. I think just the kind of takeaway that I think for our audience we want y'all to run with is like um, this isn't just like we we talked about this in Jacob's episode. It would be two weeks ago now when y'all hear this. Um, everyone's just kind of going through it right now. <laughs> um, and just know that like you can be thankful in this situation no matter what it is. And it might be hard. It might be difficult. But um, God is with you in that. Um, sustaining you. Sustaining. It's a good word. So, um, Ian, thank you for b- being a cool, cool cat and coming cool, on. Cool cats and kittens. I'm a cool cat. Do you have any closing thoughts? Um, he speaks none. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. We love you. Love you too. We love our audience. You guys no. that are listening. No. We don't? I thought we no. wrote that. Stop. Out. Oh, okay. 
Um, well, <laughs> thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Go in peace. Bye. Go in peace. work out we can we can outline it out of course yeah we got time we <laughs> never outline what are you talking about That's this is all off the cuff malcolm you're a liar also stop lying plug in. oh the headphones aren't plugged in uh, no oh, put that on the, that sounds terrible okay hey hey is this good yeah i don't i, don't, I can't hear it so i don't know no, no, i mean the oh. distance can we do asmr no 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 i told you this several times don't ever do that. I will stop the recording. I will. I will stop it. I'm stopping. Whatever, Malcolm. Ru- Malcolm ruined the bit. We had this whole thing planned. Whatever. Was it planned? I don't Forget it. I. It was planned in my head. Don't. Oh, yeah. This is from the beginning of time. You planned. Ian, say something. Okay, now let's. That's the worst thing I ever Let's heard. sip our dr- beverages, our variating beverages. Okay, what what are you drinking? Chai tea latte. What are you drinking? Dirty chai. Uh, mocha. I'm drinking water because I'm a big hydration boy. I, I've had so much water today, you guys. My pee is clear. Whoa. Like it's supposed to be. It is supposed to be. Is though. your pee clear? Yeah. It is right now today? Oh, I don't think I, I've ever seen you drink water. <laughs> I don't. I just exist. <laughs> oh, my God. I, su- I actually just suck in moisture from the air. Jay is an Elohim. He's not. I'm not an Elohim. Greg Allgood, on the other hand. <laughs> Malcolm. All right. We're all, we've all been holding these up to our <laughs> mouths, ready to sit for like okay. two minutes.